0: Beginning Transmission 145, Captain Marvel, Phylander, Girls Who Kick Ass. Yuck, yuck, Come on, you fuckers, think that just because a guy reads comics he can't burn shit? I'll oh, fucking take all you on. Welcome to this week's episode of the Funny Books and Firewater
1: Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast.
2: Ignore She drinks.
1: Each week a motley band of comic readers slash amateur bar. Tenders attempt to pair comic with
0: comic books. All while trying to not sound like complete in the process. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram,
1: and Tumblr. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. You know something?
2: No,
3: what? You read too many comic books. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: now
2: join Brian,
0: Jeremiah, Adam, and Todd. They're used to curious
3: sites which they attribute to alcoholic
0: delusions.
4: They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. I'm too sober
0: for this shit. Here is a drinking game to play while you listen to this episode. Please drink responsibly and don't take it too seriously. And if you don't like it, blame William. Take a drink anytime Mr. Porg decides to interject himself into the conversation.
1: Shut up, Porg. You need to take a drink anytime Manny Bothans makes an appearance and I get groans and fuck yous from Adam and Adam.
2: Maya. Fuck Manny Bothman. Manny Bothman is pure genius.
3: Take a drink anytime someone refers to me as the cum dumpster. Take a drink every time the shame bell makes an appearance. Shame. Also take a drink anytime uh, we act like the member berries
0: from South Park. Remember when they were on South Park? I'm I'm a member. A, yeah, I remember.
2: Yeah, and take a drink every time we do the bad German accent. Yeah. Ah, drink, fucker. If you have any
0: suggestions for rules you would like to add. Email us at funnybooksandfirewater at gmail.com or use the contact link on our website, funnybooksandfirewater.com.
3: Well, no, there's not really officially opening banter, it's just that I surprisingly start the recording on you and don't tell you. And then that ends up in the uh, show. Meow, meow, meow. So.
4: meow. <laughs> meow yeah, that's meow. Bruce. He's going to be making a guest appearance today.
3: Meow. Yeah. Oh, Bruce. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll jump into it I think we, have, we have a new drinking game. There we go. Okay. Oh so, God. Special drinking game. Every time you hear Bruce, yeah, meow, oh. take get, take a drink. That that will be nice and evil. And I, I don't actually recommend doing that. No. No.
1: Well, Adam and I right now are enjoying enjoying enjoying. Yes, we are. We are enjoying each other. Thank you. Ooh, dirty. That would be interesting, huh? No, that was me last night. Good for you. Hey. You know, it's I can been, it's, always. It had been a while, so. Hey, it's. Uh, I'm always appreciate people giving yeah, some. Merle. But we are enjoying gin and tonics with aviation gin, pimped himself oh, by who? Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat>
2: yeah, we That's had this for true. the first time ever when we got and got drinks at the Red
1: Door. Yes, right before Neil Gaiman. Right, That's actually quite nice. delicious. Ryan Reynolds isn't wrong. This Ryan Reynolds is quite delicious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is one beautiful. <laughs> so man. is his wife. <laughs> Yes, I love those two.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, so Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> I'm literally hurting cats today. Yep. <laughs> literally, quite literally, yeah. You are welcome,
0: Bruce. What, what's that? Grab him by the what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just locker room talk. <laughs>
3: That is locker room talk, Bruce. Shame on you. Uh, Welcome to episode 145 of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. I'm going to plow through this before anybody else distracts me and I don't get to say anything else. Uh, This week we are continuing on our week of Girls Who Kick-Ass comic books, starting this week with Captain Marvel in Pursuit of Flight, the first trade paperback by Kelly Sue DeConnick. And with us, we have a full accoutrement, including a cat who is going to make a guest appearance. We will start with the head of that cat, Mr. Jason.
4: <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason. I'm an unemployed writer and uh, owner slash slave to Bruce the Cat, formerly of uh, Daredevil Season 3. You can see my work as uh, the scenes from your favorite episodes that didn't actually make it to the screen.
3: Oh, um, all your stuff got cut?
4: No, they just got rewrote.
3: By you or by somebody else?
4: Uh, Let's just say by the room.
3: Uh Is that Um, how that works? It's the collective room? Yes. collective room. Okay. No one gets to take pure credit for anything? No, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. And then, of course, we have Mr. Bruce, which I don't think he's going to talk on (laughs) cue. He showed you, fucker. (laughs) He'll do what he wants. He's a cat, damn it. (laughs) uh yeah okay so that's bruce um, oh my god we also have mr maya also a pet of a giant, of a cat
0: i am the pet of a cat but but my 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 owner isn't here but you can follow her on instagram at it's the jonesy and the same thing on twitter and me at uh twitter at mr maya and instagram at the mr maya and we'll talk about things i like
3: talking Um, And then, of course, we have the household in which they're currently recording owner, I guess. Um, And part of the reason why we're doing Girls Kick Ass this week, Aria's dad, we have Mr. Todd.
1: Hi, I'm Todd, and um, Aria is my owner.
3: So, (laughs) you know, this
1: week I've decided she kind of looks like a troll doll, because she has my hair, and it's just, like, standing straight up. you have hair? (laughs) Some. What's left? (laughs) And that thank you for that or i think she's baby dark side because she's getting to the point she's messing herself and i'm like that's just evil shit coming out of there <laughs> that's what so, you should do for her first halloween is like painter gray and just say this dark side is right there Yep. so yeah i'm todd um you can find me here on this podcast there's another podcast that might be coming out again soon we hope
3: Yes, we're planning on recording episodes, so, you know, my mom doesn't listen to the show, but those of you who do listen to English Class Hooligans, we're hoping to have new episodes starting in January. Yeah. Now that, uh, now that of course, our lives have gotten infinitely more busy somehow, we're going to get this relaunched. Infinite, okay. Infinitely
0: more busy, but somehow you have more time? We'll
1: make it happen.
0: Just make <laughs> it. We're, we're we'll Tim
1: Gunning this shit.
3: Yeah, well, we're just going to make it gonna happen. We're just going to make it happen. So, yeah. Um, also making it happen, we have Mr. Adam. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Adam with Big Shiny Robot, also...
2: Sometimes on the Board is Hell podcast with Andy Wilson. (laughs)
1: Hi, Hi, Andy. Andy. Uh,
2: And of course, over at Cinema Queens with our good friend Chris.
1: Hi, Hi, Chris. Chris.
2: Man, uh, when this comes out, I will actually be up in Boise for training. Woohoo. Which is good, because, you know, new job, all that fun stuff. Although the shitty thing is, I'll be up in Boise the entire time that uh, Brian's in town.
1: Mm. So
2: that's shitty. But I will be back for the weekend of Wicked.
1: so. So, my question for you is, after you spend your time in Boise. Are you going to still call it Boise? How are you supposed to say it? It's no Z, it's an S. They call it Boise? Yeah. Well, they're fucking stupid. It's kind of like Hurricane, well, that means you're not going to
0: be here for Sundance.
2: Well, actually, I didn't apply for it because I figured even if I was going to be here, I'd be driving. Mm-hmm. I didn't have this new job lined up, so <clears throat> it works out that I didn't get a pass if I couldn't use it anyway. So. All right. <laughs> so, how did you spend your five weeks in Boise. Boise. Yeah, but the fun thing is, I gotta, <laughs> so you know, obviously there are bills to pay, but I just realized that I have to get my car smogged and registered before the end of next week because mm-hmm. I won't be back until they'll charge me a late
1: fee and possibly get pulled over for mm-hmm. driving with expired registration. So that's going to be fun, right? Especially in Boise, they'll say, "Oh, this is an out of towner. We can get this fucker."
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, I come back to visit the the thirty first, like so the last day of the month. So okay, I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I'll be doing that, and then also uh, curating our grinder scruff and tights with the Z accounts.
3: Very nice Hooray, awesome Hooray. And hey, um, I'm Brian I'm a sound designer based out of Southern California uh, Also a grad student at the University of Denver I am doing that all online So that helps figure out the time-space continuum yeah. as which okay. I'm go... Yeah, well it's funny Because like, I posted that I was going to the University of Denver And all these people I work with are like Wait, so you're leaving? And I'm like, no, I'm just <laughs> going to be on my computer A whole hell of a lot more um, mm-hmm. So yeah and so I've actually officially started classes, and I'm, I'm doing that whole thing. So now that I'm a grad student, and Todd and Amy, are dad, our parents, we're going to try to start another podcast up again, because we're brilliant that way. Uh, well, we're going to try to get... We sort of fell off the wagon on English class hooligans, because Todd and Amy were having the kid, and you know I was having a little bit of a life, and it just never worked out for a little while. So we're going to try to get that back up and running, because my mom is our biggest fan and harasses the shit out of me when <laughs> I don't do it. Um... So yeah, We love you, Mom. So thank you. We love you, too. So, this week we are doing uh, Captain Marvel. uh, The, what is it? First six issues? Five. Five issues, okay. That's the thing I need to double-check on, because of course, I have the edition that has 12 issues, so I wasn't quite certain on that. It's five. Um, Five. It's five. So we got a little bit of time travel, and we got uh, Captain Marvel taking up her mantle, and uh, her secret identity being uh, revealed as Carol Danvers, so now she's no longer uh, hiding and uh, is sort of uh, moving on with that. Anything else I should be, like, summarized, forewarn on that? No, that's pretty much it. No. Yeah. Pretty much it? Okay, cool. Drinking game. Then let us start out with a drinking game for this week's episode. Mr. Maya, what is your drinking game? Oh, my drinking game is da
0: plane, da plane. Uh, anytime they talk about planes or flying.
3: I'm going to do something's different here, which is every time the art style changes, take mm. a drink. Um, <laughs> Mr. Jason, what is your uh, drinking game rule?
4: Uh, mine is called uh, Princess Sparkle Fist. Drink whenever Captain Marvel's fists are glowing.
3: Oh, nice. Mm. I like Princess Sparkle Fist. That's, that's, also, like a a- that's also Adam's nickname.
2: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it was <clears throat> I was almost accidentally fisted, and it wasn't sparkly. <laughs> That's a, that's a story yeah, for Cinnamon Queens. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Sparkle Fist is okay. also coming to uh, Warp Sparkle. F- 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 I was going to say it's also
2: <laughs> that'd be a great, like
0: band
3: name. Sparkle. It F- is a great band name. I mean, that's going on my list of band names. Ooh, <laughs> nice. I have a whole list of band names from this show in general, really. Nice. Uh, and that's definitely going to be one. Mr. Todd, what is your cock, uh, drinking game rule?
1: It is um fuck. I think I can still read cursive. <laughs> So, okay. every time you're reading things, as you, she's got stuff, you know, she's writing, like, as an overview, and there's cursive lettering going on. You're like, doing, like her journal. Her journaling or is like, oh, yeah, I can still read that. Go <laughs> ahead and take
3: a drink. Because, who does cursive anymore? No one. Uh, do they even teach it in school anymore? I heard I they don't teach it. So.
0: I, I tried to write cursive the other day, just for the hell of it. Ooh. Uh-huh. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> no,
3: I, yeah. I can still write <laughs> cursive, but it was never pretty to begin with, so... Yeah, I think the only real reason people learn cursive anymore is just to learn their own signature, and that's about it.
1: Right. And you then, don't even need that. You just scribble some gibberish and go, oh, that's my signature. You should say my initials yeah. look like hieroglyphics.
3: Mine looks look like the ad symbol. Mm. That's true. Um, and uh, Mr. Adam, what is your drinking game? Role? Mine is called Ass, Titties,
2: Ass, and Titties. Ass, Ass, <laughs> Titties, Titties, Ass, and Titties. Or you can shorten it to Ass and Titties. Uh, anytime someone's ass or titties, and that's male or female... Are front and center on that panel. There's a lot of that. Myification.
1: Todd. What? Todd, what is your myification for this book? The myification for this book is you've got. Um, I was thinking about this because I was like, damn it, Tom, I need to be prepared. It's um,
3: okay. Amelia Earhart can fly on steroids.
0: Validity votes.
3: So I guess it's time to jump into votes as to whether or not we believe that it is worth your dear listeners' hard-earned time, money, and effort. Go hunt this book down and give it a read. Uh, what is your vote, Mr. Adam? No. Mr. Maya? Yes. Mr. Todd? Meh. Mr. Jason? Yes. Actually, I'll, I'll change my to a Todd of meh. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Bruce. I, Did you get Bruce's? I'll I'll go with it. yeah yeah. What was Bruce's? Oh
0: okay. He said okay. yes. Okay.
3: <laughs> Obviously. <clears throat> um, and I'll go with a hesitant yes. I'm more I'm more than meh, but. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce. Mark. I appreciate
4: that. He's um, got your
3: back. He does. appreciate that. Playlist. So then we will jump into playlists. Um, I mean, we're a little over 50% saying you should go and read this. Uh, so we would like to offer you a list of songs that uh, will help your overall experience with the comic book. Let's start out with Mr. Actually, I'm going to make Adam go last because I like his choice. So we'll start out with uh, Mr. Maya. Uh,
0: yeah, mine is Time in a Bottle by Jim Croce. Not
3: that mm-hmm. I don't like your choice as well, but I think it I, I just like Adam. <laughs> Adam's is another one of those, damn, why didn't I think of that? Mr. Jason.
4: Uh, push the Envelope by the Asteroids Galaxy Tour.
3: Uh, that's a, almost as hipster as my choice was. <laughs> uh, so mine is a mildly racist period song called A Proper Cup of Coffee by the Andrews Sisters. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nice. So... Um, but like I said, it's, it's mildly racist. Uh, and uh, Mr. Todd. I believe I can fly. <laughs> oh,
1: no. She can touch the sky. Uh, yeah. Every night and day. Thanks, Arkell. We, we did a, a, spoof, a spoof version of that from
2: one of my jobs called I Believe I Can Score. See that pussy through the open door?
1: Oh, and there you go. Oh. Wow.
2: And uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, I got to go with Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Yep, yep, yep.
3: Danger zone!
2: Okay.
0: Final warnings.
3: Do we have any final warnings for people before they go off and read this book? Don't. (laughs) You
1: know, before we do it, I'll talk about a bit more, but the colorist is my biggest beef. Oh, really? Yep.
2: And actually, I think it was your drinking game. I didn't, it's just, the art style changing so often really threw me off. I wasn't a big fan of
3: that. Okay, so then, cool. We're gonna take a quick little break, allow you the chance to go read this book for yourself if you so desire to do so. If not, um, we will spoil it, and apparently we will argue over whether or not it's (laughs) worth your effort as well. And we will see you on the flip side.
0: If you have yet to read this week's book and would like to read it now, press pause. Go
4: ahead,
3: we'll wait.
4: Hey, we're Rebecca and Charity. We get together every once in a while to talk about food and our mental health journeys. Join us on Spoonful of Podcasts as we discuss such compelling subjects as cinnamon rolls, depression, European Twinkies, ADHD, what's a kalashi, and more. Tune in every two weeks to follow along with the tasty podcast for the healthily mental. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to hear us every other week. A proud member of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network.
3: I, here's the thing. It's been a little while since I've read this book, so I don't totally remember what's going on. So it's going to be very brief and very vague. That's fine. All right, I'll do that's it. That's fine. Okay, cut, Scott. Will you do I'll it? do it. Okay, by all means, be as brief as you want. Cool. But, uh, cool. Captain Marvel, uh, the beginning, the middle, and the end. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> so, at first it began, and then it ended, and then we were done. And then we were done.
0: <laughs> Plot summary.
3: Captain Marvel by Kelly Sue DeConnick. So it starts
1: out that she's playing with Captain America. They're beating this person. Captain America goes, hey, you should just take the Captain America, the Captain Marvel name. And she's like, it's not my name. She's like, own that shit. And then for the rest of the issue, she goes back and forth and decides, fine, I'll own that ship. I'm Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel died from cancer. Yeah, that's right. Her, her mentor. Her mentor died from cancer. And she took the mantle and says, fine, I'll own that shit and I'll be Captain Marvel. That's issue one, right? we agree? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Pretty much. (laughs) Cool. Um, Next issue she's going on, she um, has this idol named Helen going, oh, part of owning that shit is, you know, I wish I could have broken records that Helen had, but now I've got superpowers and nothing I do count. What was me? Oh, I need to stop feeling like a dumb shit because I'm awesome. And since I can't do those records because I'm superpowered now, doesn't mean I'm not still awesome. So... Yeah, there was What that. kind of
0: records?
1: Speed records. Flight, f- speed flight. Speed flight records. Speed flight. So instead of flying in a plane and breaking records, she just does it on her own. And, yeah. As you continue forth, she's going through going, remember her meeting with Helen, Then she goes on a mission where she goes back in time, and she's trying to figure out where the shit she is, and she's fighting with these other women that kick ass, that are not remembered in the history books, because apparently that's how things roll, which might be true or not, mostly true. Um, fight, fight, fight! She needs to just to get her shit together. She wins. She goes back in time again, and she's back in present day. And here we're at, and that's the end.
3: Cool. Yeah, and I think part of it though is is I think she's trying to break a speed record, and that's what ends up causing mm-hmm. her to go back in time. If I remember
0: correctly, yeah, uh, Helen had left her her plane, mm-hmm. and she was trying to because. Helen had broken whatever altitude record sure. in the plane, that's what it was, yeah, and she never got recognition for it. So Carol was actually trying to break that record, and then that's
1: why she went back in time
0: when she ended up somehow going back in time.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> there we are. Analysis,
3: Mr. Adam. You were a no on this. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on this? So you know, I was. I don't know much about the character.
2: This is pretty much the first Captain Marvel book I've read, mm-hmm. and as much as you know, it, it was. It was really jarring to be this, you know, a book about, yes, woman and how powerful and strong she is and what she can do. And, you know, written by a female author. And at the same time, like, that's why my drinking game was ass and titties. It just felt like it was very exploitative of the female form and was just kind of out there to kind of, like, titillate the audience instead of... It was, like, kind of fighting against itself the whole way. And I don't know. I guess maybe it's because I didn't know as much about the character and I was still kind of learning, you know, about her powers, this and that, but it... The story just felt kind of rambling, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I got when she was going through her life and doing things. It just didn't draw me in, and it didn't help that the art style changed so often. And you know, I we understand, like, we talked about with some other books where, yeah, the the, the artist may change after a couple issues or this and that, you know, something happened, they like pulled through a different project, but it's still like this one really kind of happened a lot. And well, really?
0: If you notice, the art style changes from present day, then it changes when she goes back in time, and mm-hmm. then it changes with each time, jump. Yeah. So there's there's a reason for the art change.
2: No, I, 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 I can see that, but it's also like I didn't like it. It just it didn't work for me. So okay, it wasn't bad. But that's why I kind of changed mine into to a meh with Todd because you know there was an interesting story there, and I, I like kind of seeing you know how she's able to help people in different timelines and how she jumped around.
3: But it was still it just wasn't my thing. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Maya, what are your thoughts?
2: I really
0: liked it before when she was Ms. Marvel. She did have a an ongoing series for a little while uh, that was pretty good, but I never. It kind of... When I was reading it, it kind of fell along the wayside just because it fell victim to the, I'm reading too much shit, I need to drop some books. Um, mm-hmm. But this is the first time I like actually got into the character of Carol Danvers when this was coming out. And, uh, I mean, it got me into it. And this is what introduced me to Kelly Sue DeConnick, uh, was this book. Um, oh, okay. And no, I, I really liked it. I liked the... Her going through time and spending time with her hero, uh, and potentially changing the future by going in the past. And the,
3: I don't know. I just liked it. Mr. Jason, what are your thoughts on, on the writing? And I'm curious about your thoughts, your take specifically on Kelly suit work.
4: I actually really, really like this. Um, I was a little bit put off with the Arzela first and the, uh, (laughs) heavy way it focuses on, on her body. Uh, But in the later issues, I think it got better and it focused less on her ass and titties and more on uh, sort of a a female version of male empowerment, so a female power um, uh, fantasy. Because every time that it showed her about to kick out one of the prowlers in the past or something else, she just looked just purely iconic as a superhero. And I think that that was what um, the writing uh, helped to bolster, was that it was her sort of... Learning to own that mantle of what her responsibility is now as a superhero, what she is actually capable of, uh, and to not be either um, reluctant to own that or uh, feel ashamed that she is somehow cheating because she was used to just being a human before. Um and so I liked that, that that there were a lot of contradictions to the characters that actually made them more dimensional. Uh, I mean, Carol Danvers is ballsy but also reluctant at the same time. And that even goes to one of the the side characters, uh, Tracy Burke. She's uh, very tough, but when she's in the hospital, she's also very vulnerable. Um, and so I thought that 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 uh, that came through in a lot of a lot of the characters, and that there was really good balance between. Um, Conflicts between characters who wanted the same goals, but had different ways of going about it. Um, and I like... I mean, personally, I, I read all of Helen Cobb's lines with a uh, sort of refined Southern accent. Um, yeah. So when she was talking about like uh, a tea kettle on a hot stove, which is a beautiful analogy, um, it just it came uh, alive a little bit more for me. Um, and then just more of, of who Captain Marvel is, because this was my introduction to her as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that she's sort of uh, brazen about what she's capable of doing i'm an avenger we call this tuesday i mean that's just it 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 does uh present a very confident just um superhero that i think that everyone would like to look up to and and the fact that uh it's now finally coming to the screen in uh uh allison breeze movie i think will be fantastic
1: you know, or, with Brie, that I will Brie Larson.
4: Brie Larson. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alison Bree would be a completely right. Yeah. <laughs> to jump on that, I will say probably my favorite moment in this whole trade is um, there's Spidey there, Peter. Yep. And they're talking back and forth, and he's like, Your hair, it's different. And she's like, Yeah, I'm trying something new. And he's like, What do you think of it? And he's like, Are you gonna like vaporize me? If yep. I don't like it? And she's like, Maybe and she's like he's like, I love it. And <laughs> The thing is, though, is like here she is being bold and brazen as part of this rising. And yet she still has this small level of discomfort of I'm, I'm doing this thing, but please don't critique me on this right now. I'm still trying to decide if I like it or not. And Peter's yeah. just going, yeah, dude, I like it. So on the writing side, of things, that was probably my highlight of this whole series was that interaction of her once again owning it and still getting used to the idea of owning it. And that's probably what Kelly did really well. Is, yeah. that moment right there for me was pretty fantastic and I just really got a kick out of that so cool. yeah. what are your thoughts otherwise Todd so the colorist as I was going through this whole thing and maybe it's a Dexter Soy I don't see colorist on the so there's, list it there's just two,
0: and there's two artists actually All right. uh, the Dexter Soy, I think did the first three. Okay, and uh, Emma, I think it's Emma Rios. I don't know. I don't have the yeah. the others.
1: That's, but the whole time I'm watching it, it's it, it's just for me feeling like it's like, hey, look, I learned how to color things digitally. Can't you tell? Isn't this neat? And it's <laughs> it, 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 it's just very brazen. It's a it, there's not a lot of subtlety with it, and I, you can argue that it's a style going for, or it's like a poor man Alex Ross in a lot of ways. And it's just it, it just doesn't really fit for me. It just took me out of things. Just the um, choice of shading and the harsh lines with it. And I'm just like it, it feels something that's not completely rendered yet. Well, probably I, how I would put that.
2: I, I noticed that you know, and I've always said I'm more drawn to the dialogue than the art, but in the, like the second page when they're fighting the the absorbing man. I had to double check and make sure that this wasn't taking place in the Marvel zombie universe because, like, Cap looks like a fucking zombie. Like,
3: yeah, about oh, a uh, yeah, right here, yeah, yeah. I know sure. The exact and, you're talking and, about. I, and
2: then, like, the next page, he looks more normal again. But yeah, that was when that was kind of one of the things with the art style. and Like, I fully understand what Maya was saying about how the different ages had different different mm-hmm. artists. But yeah, a lot of it just now that I go back and look at it, oh yeah, the, the coloring is just really like I, it was like it was like you like you said, he's learning to draw on a, a tablet and. He's still kind of figuring out how to do shading. Yeah, so, yeah, got that
0: new iPad Pro.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, this, this was a couple of years ago. On <laughs> no, a positive,
2: Cat yeah. finally picked up an iPad Pro, and she learned to. She's wanted to digital art forever. Yeah, and she's putting out some of her best work she's ever done on with that. So
1: right, but here so you're watching this person learning how to do shading and coloring digitally, and you're like, eh, it's not, and it doesn't feel. It feels like eh, this looks good enough. Let's move on and it's just not that what I'll also say there was quite the thing there with the backstory on this a little bit with Kelly Sue as she was taking over the book is she wanted to change the uh, costume up because this is the big costume change of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and she went outside of Marvel and hired um, Jamie McKelvey to say hey oh, I love right. this new costume design this thing and wow, Jamie McKelvey's just great she is like, and it's like am I going to get paid for it and she's like if I have to pay out of my own pocket I will and um, they did it independently of Marvel with all their blessing. They brought it to him, and the Marvel one's like, yeah, we can go with this. But it, it is a pretty good example of Kelly Sue going, I am writing this, and she's having, as much as I just complained about the artwork, her new costume is pretty great.
4: Agreed.
1: And she, um, the reason this costume happened is because Kelly pushed it as hard as she did, and she made it happen. So it's one of those things where she really says, well, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this this way. And Marvel kind of went, acquiesced, going, well, I'm not sure. There was pushback for a while. It's like, I don't know if there's money. I don't agree for Well,
0: Jamie McKelvey, he was doing a bunch of stuff for Marvel
1: anyway. Sure. but but Once again, with Captain Marvel, though, this wasn't a big book. So they were trying to keep the budget in line. And they're going, I'm not sure we have money. We want to commission and pay for all this other stuff being done. And she's like, fine, I'll pay for it up. I need to make this happen. as she did. And it's a bit with taking the mantle and the identity change. And we've got the ass and titties problem as it's going through, as it's moving forward a lessen down. And what's interesting as you watch it is as Kelly Sue's initial ideas is meeting resistance, but as things are being proven out, it seems she's starting to get more and more her way as she is going, all right, this is someone we can lean on heavier than we did before. <laughs> So I really appreciate that. With that, so but um, the costume's a great job. I mean, it just holds up. So, but the colorist, the coloring of it, it's hey, look, I'm learning how to digitally. No, was it the
0: coloring on just the
1: like painted part in the beginning that bothered you, or the whole book? You know, for me, the flashbacks were a little bit more deft in touch, but all the modern stuff, I'm just like, it's. It's kind of a cross between, like, Alex Ross and Jock, but not as good as either one. Yeah, I I can agree with that. And it's just not as good as either one, and you're like, it's a poor man, Alex Ross and Jock's like, hey, I like both these guys. Jock wasn't really a thing then, but it lacks the uh, energy and like of that sort of a thing. So it's there, and it's being done, and it's complete, but it feels, for as much as she's all this power and this heat and she does all this... It's um, as she's doing these things, it kind of lacks a vibrant energy that I would expect more just kind of oozing from it. So it's, uh, I think it's a failure, and that is what lost me as much as anything because the writing was pretty good, but lost me on the art.
3: Okay. Um, Cool. I mean, I think that's, we've gotten just about everybody's opinions, haven't we? I think so. Okay. Uh, Cool. Then let's jump into cocktails. Cocktails. I'm going to start out with mine because I just, I'm i just feeling like I should explain myself. I'm going to go with the Cuba Libra, uh, mainly because I picked an Andrew sister song, and one of my favorite Andrew sister songs is Rum and Coca-Cola, So I, uh, which is also an oddly dirty song that is about hookers that you don't realize it until you listen to it when you're older because it's such sweet singing that you don't realize how dirty the song actually is. Um, Those are my favorite it is, kind of songs. That's true. Uh, so what you're going to do for this recipe, it's four ounces of cola, uh, one-third ounce of fresh lime, and one and, one and two-thirds ounce of white rum. Uh, you build the ingredients in a high-ball glass filled with ice, and you garnish with a lime wedge. Uh, pretty straightforward and easy. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your cocktail?
2: Uh, so mine's called, uh, oh, Captain My Captain. Uh, so it's two ounces of silver rum, one-half ounce of lime juice, one-half ounce of cinnamon syrup, one ounce of pineapple juice, and a half ounce of sweet vermouth. Put all ingredients into an ice-filled shaker, shake the shit out of it, and then strain into a rocks glass
3: filled with ice. Well, uh, Mr. Todd, what is your drinking, uh, your
4: cocktail?
1: So, what I'm referencing for this one is the Kamikaze, and where <laughs> I'm pulling this from is there's the sequence before Captain Marvel gets her um, Druthers together. Druthers together is uh, her buddies are going. I guess we're all going to die now. It's been nice working for you, but we're going out in a blaze of glory. So I'm like kamikaze is, is, this is called
0: I'll from. also add that song to the playlist Blaze of Glory by Bon Jovi
1: there you go <laughs> so this one has two ounces of vodka uh, three quarter ounce of an orange liqueur and then three quarter ounce of fresh lime juice you want to put all of that into a shaker with ice and then you proceed to shake the shit out of it and then you strain into two different shot glasses and then you just take one right after the other so you shoot one and shoot the second then that's your kamikaze
3: Well, not to ruin anything, but that was my cocktail for next week. (laughs) Thanks for ruining that. (laughs) But whatever, Uh, Mr. Jason, what is your cocktail? Still use it next week. I I will, I have no no intention of not
4: My cocktail is the Aviation Mm. Uh, Two ounces of gin Half ounce of maraschino liqueur Quarter ounce of creme de violet Or creme yvette Three quarter ounces fresh lemon juice Add all the ingredients to a shaker filled with ice Shake and then strain into a cocktail glass And garnish with a cherry
1: I've never had creme de violet I'm interested am
4: I. It's a nice purple flavor
1: That sounds pretty fancy for you I don't know I'll put my pinky up on occasion. (laughs) Pinkies Pinkies up!
3: up. Yeah. Cool, and then, Mr. Maya, did we get yours? Nope. Uh, Mine's called the B-52. uh, Which, um, I want to say, I was happy when you sent this to me, because that was, like, my go-to shot in grad school. Oh, really? (laughs) The first time I went to grad school, (laughs) not the most recent It's
0: It's one ounce of Kahlua, one ounce of Baileys, one ounce of Grand Marnier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Put them all in a cocktail shaker with ice, shake, shake, shake it up, and then strain it into two shot glasses
3: i love me a good b52 tastes caramelly it's very tasty anyway now i'm having fond memories of b52s thanks for that Maya. uh cool does anybody else have any uh any parting thoughts or anything they want to discuss before we move on parting thoughts you know as a
1: introduction to captain marvel it's probably as good as anything in that and i'm looking mm-hmm. to look at the movie and as we're mm-hmm. watching that there but it's not a um I guess what I'm trying to figure out a bit is it's a jumping on point for the character, and they give a brief back history of it. But I'm not super sold on it, type of a deal.
0: Okay.
1: It's just yeah, where I'm at. It's
0: been a while since I've read the whole, because the first series was, I think, 15 issues with like two crossover issues that mm-hmm. it did at the end. I need to go back and reread it. And...
1: So Uh-oh. she can fly, and she's got Heat Blast powers is that and she's like super strength. Super strength. Extra durable. And that's Captain Marvel and she's just trying to figure out. She started out human and she isn't any longer. She isn't, she isn't. Right
0: right now it seems like Marvel's
1: trying to fuck with her origin a bit. Sure, they're playing with it. I mean Kelly's trying to make her mark and with the costuming and whatnot, I mean she definitely did and the, the movie's based on Deconic's work. So mm,
0: kind of okay. They, Marvel just released a, a mini series called I think it's called like the life of Captain Marvel or something like that. And mm-hmm. they made some changes to her origin that a, a good friend of ours who is probably the biggest Captain Marvel fan we know, uh, Rebecca,
1: she is not happy with because they're like fucking with her origin big time, yeah. Like, but is she well known enough to care?
3: To the, I don't. To, think- I mean, she's well known enough well, to get a movie at this point in time. Ant Man got a movie.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I look <laughs> like at too mess. is that you know it's 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 one of those things where if you're you know a hardcore fan, you want to see that origin recreated on screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you take some of these you take some of these lesser known characters. Like we know who Captain Marvel is, but I, I can yeah. guarantee you that the average moviegoer, all they know about Captain Marvel is just what they've seen from the trailers. Sure. Um, and if it gets people into the character. And they can go back and kind of see what the original origin was. Yeah. I mean, look at Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. Nobody knew. No one knew what that was. And now Nobody. you've got seven-year-old grandparents who think is the best thing in the world. Yeah, that's a lot um, of fun. So, you know, you can, you can take some of these characters. And again, it's <clears throat> there's a lot of things I hold near and dear to my heart that I, you know, like, for instance, Dark Phoenix is like, when, you know, the Dark Phoenix song is what got me back into comics as an adult. Mm-hmm. And of course, X-Men Last Stand is bullshit. And looking at what they're doing with the Dark Phoenix movie. Hashtag not my Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought like me too after I was done watching the movie <laughs> um, kidding I'm going to get flamed for that uh, no but so with this new Dark Phoenix movie they're doing that's kind of pretty much end. like it'll be like the swan song for like the, the Fox X-Men movies for sure it's like you know yeah of course they're probably going to do it differently than I used to it but you know if they can, going to if they're going to do the character justice and, like when, at the end of X-Men Army uh, Hot clips, which wasn't that good of a movie when Sophie Turner goes out as Jean Grey and does the Firebird the first time I've ever seen on the screen like I lost my shit in the movie theater because I was just like I've waited like my whole life to see this shot so yes they, they, the character's being done differently but can you still accept it and the it for what it is I think I think you will and I think you're going to see a lot more people getting into Captain Marvel after this movie comes out who never would have been a fan beforehand
1: you know what I'll also say is previously it's been two and a half years mm-hmm. now good hell we did Ms. Marvel by mm-hmm. G. Willow Wilson I love the shit out of that one so much more than I did this book so, if people are asking me which one I should read, uh, Captain Marvel or the Ms. Marvel, I'm going to tell them Ms. Marvel every time.
0: Well, speaking of G. Willow Wilson, I'm behind a bit, but she just started Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I'm excited to check that out.
1: Yeah. But the and uh, Kelly Kamala on, Khan.
0: In Kelly Sue on
1: Aquaman. Kelly Sue's on Aquaman, but Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel run, I I would recommend that to the Captain Marvel
0: one. That, that book I enjoyed for a long time, and then to me it kind of got a little stale. Mm-hmm. A little ways into it. Um, but that's just me. Sure. But I enjoyed probably the first five or six trades worth, and then I thought it kind of just kind of fizzled out and ended up being kind of the same stuff over and over. Okay.
1: Well, wow. yeah. All right. Final grades self
0: contained.
3: Um, what is your vote, uh, Mr. Todd? Yeah, you know, so it's
1: the first five issues, and she's basically going, yeah.
4: Well, is it the first five or is it the first six?
1: Let's say five or six.
4: If that's the thing. It, it makes it different because if it is six, it actually does wrap up this beginning arc quite okay. well. Yeah,
1: I think it's. Um, so let's go with yeah. six. I'm very open to being wrong. <laughs> with the, okay. um, the first <laughs> six issues of this, is it? It's an, You've got Carol Danvers that says, "Okay, I'm going to be Captain Marvel now. I'm no longer the Ms. Marvel," and then her adventure ends. But you don't really see any tendrils of adventures to come so as contained is it could just stop right here, and I'm not looking for what's next or what's not wrapped up. Everything's extremely wrapped up, so as contained, I'm going to give it an A. Because okay. I'm not sure, I mean Adventures happen, but it's all, it's a very satisfying
3: arc. Yeah, it is the first six. I just Okay. Cool. Uh, Mr. Jason, what is your grade? I
4: would also say an A. for Self-contained.
3: Okay. Uh, Mr. Adam. Um, I'll give it an A as well. I mean, this... Yeah, this could be a one shot,
2: and you would never, you know, or it could be a lead into a new thing, and you'd you'd have a full story either way.
3: Okay, uh, Mr. Maya. Uh, I'm also at an A. Cool, and I will stick around with the trend and go with an A for that.
2: Writing great.
3: For uh, Duconic, uh, or Deconic, probably Deconic. Uh, what is your grade, Mr. Jason?
4: I'm going to say an A. I, I thought it was a, a good evolution from Miss Marvel and a good introduction for Captain Marvel.
3: Mr. Todd,
1: you give it a B plus. I really enjoyed it, but it's um on the writing. I'm trying to separate out the writing from that. That art really annoyed me, and it just <laughs> kind of grabbed on. Okay. So um, B plus A minus for <laughs> similar reasons. There, she did a great job on that, but it's yeah, it's not the best thing I've ever read. So A minus. Cool. Uh, Mr. Adam. <clears throat> um, for the writing, I'll
2: go with a B. I mean, the story was interesting. It was kind of cool to see her going through the timelines and seeing how, you know, the whole butterfly effect thing. It was like, you know, she's like, well, my favorite line was like, what was it? She's like, you know, don't don't sneeze on anything. Don't step on this. She's like, well, can I, like, use my powers and blast these guys? So that was, you know, I love time travel stories. So that was fun. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was an interesting story overall. But, yeah, so, I mean, then my problem with it wasn't the writing either, so. Okay.
3: Um and Mr. Maya,
2: I'm at an A. It's I really
0: like the story itself, and uh, Jason kind of touched on it before, but I think any any of the scenes with with her her friend that had cancer, uh, any of the scenes she was in, I think stole the book for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, I just I loved it.
3: And uh, I'm probably going to sit with a, a minus on writing. I liked it a lot. Um, it's just not necessarily the best thing I've ever read, but it was still very good.
4: Art grade
3: for art. I'm sure this will be fun. Um, <laughs> what is your grade? Uh, I mean, I will I would go off with the names of the teams, but there's a lot of names involved, and we'd be here all day reading up all the people who had. We'll just say
0: teams. we'll just say Dexter Soy and Rios.
3: Okay, because there's more than that, but that's okay. Uh, so, what is your grade for art, Mr. Maya?
0: Uh, I'm at a C plus, B minus. Um, yeah, it's, there there were parts of it that bothered me, but it wasn't enough for me to dislike the book. But grading just the art itself, it, C plus.
3: Uh, Mr. Adam, I'm gonna go with a D. I mean, as, as
2: we kind of talked about before, <laughs> was that the colors, the coloring was off. I understand why they were changing the art style so often, but at the same time, it was just jarring, took me out of the experience. And for a
1: book that's supposed to be a kick ass woman, they were very objectified throughout the book, so Mr. Todd. You know, I'm gonna go along with Mr. Adam here is the coloring was such a state is I stopped reading because I was annoyed and irritated at the artwork. And (laughs) that just brought me out of the whole experience. So it didn't suck me in, it pushed me out.
3: And yeah, that's just a fail. So it's a D. Okay, I'm gonna go with the on Art. It didn't bother me nearly as much as it bothered everybody else, but that's okay.
4: Yeah, uh, I'm with you too, Beetle. So, well. Yeah,
3: that's just me, I guess. And Adam, no, I, I convinced I, Adam. You are, you are completely. Uh, I'm not saying your opinion is wrong. It just didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. That's all there is to it. The colorblind guy really annoyed by the coloring, right? I <laughs> well, mean, take your opinion for what it's worth. I guess. Right.
1: Final grades.
3: Uh, so cool. So let's jump in with overall grades. Uh, Mr. Todd, what is your grade? You know, for it's an introductory piece
1: to the character. It's a jumping on point, and the writing was good. The art felt like someone was assigned to the job and going, huh, I guess I can figure this out. So altogether, I'll give it a B minus. And it's only that high okay. because Kelly Sue did such a good job.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, Mr. Adam. I'm going with a C. You know, it's it's, it's <clears throat> this is a book you're going to ask me about in two months from now, and I'll be like, huh? Like it just it didn't resonate with me, and I'd rather have a book be completely horrible, like Deadpool, or just completely amazing. <laughs>
1: Deadpool, Max nut job, or
2: completely amazing, <laughs> like Wicked Divine. So those are the ones you remember. Or like, and honestly, Deadpool is kind of whatever. It's more like you know, Bo Bo Bo. You know, Bo-bo-bo. the one that's always going to piss <laughs> us off. You know, it, those stick out in your mind. But, I'm
0: glad I wasn't here for that.
2: Yeah, I've got a copy. I'm good. <laughs> I, think I, I think I actually literally did burn mine. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, it, is it is it is what it is. I feel like there could be a better introduction to the character as far as the way it could have been, I think, again, with the art and the coloring, because uh, the story was okay, but I'm, I'm not going to remember it in two months.
3: Um, I actually like this book enough that I bought the next volume because I want to keep figuring out what the story goes on with this, and I did read the bigger volume with two trades worth, so I enjoyed it. Um, so I'm going to go with an actual B+. Uh, Mr.
4: Jason. I'm actually going to go with an A. Despite the up and down uh, artwork, um, I actually thought that that Kelly Sudakana did a lot of really good stuff with the character of Captain Marvel and having to straddle uh, her history as Miss Marvel, where Marvel wanted Captain Marvel to be, and where she thought uh, Captain Marvel should be going, which I think uh, elevated this book beyond even where marvel was anticipating so uh for that it's so
1: i'm staring at a page right here right now and it feels like it's a michael bay lighting job you've got
4: orange faces
1: light blue background (laughs) and i'm just like am i watching transformers again
0: and and, and she's you know bent over the hood of a car washing the the car
4: (laughs) (laughs) i'm greasy (laughs) <laughs> I missed this issue. Which
1: one so, is this one? Yeah, I did not see that part, but really, it's just back to the coloring. It took me <laughs> out to such a degree. I'm just like, uh So, yeah. Shame <laughs> on you,
4: Dexter. This was, was actually sorry. This was actually his first job with Marvel. Somehow. Oh, I can see that.
0: Um, okay, I'm yeah. going with a B. You know, uh, figure that's a fair balance between my love of the story and my mehness on the art.
3: So, we'll go with a B.
0: Grade point average.
3: Okay, well then that puts us at um, a B plus really? average of a GPA. Yeah, it Aww. does. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, nope. I'm, I'm double checking my math. We're we're, we're right. We're, we're at we're at a um, we're at a 2.6. Oh no, wait. Sorry. 2.6. 2. That's 6. a B minus yeah. average, or just below a B minus. Okay. So not B plus. Oh, is that then? You feel better about that? Uh, yeah, that one's much but more in line. Okay. Sorry. Yes, I was going the wrong direction on the. On the uh, <laughs> digits.
0: Next week on Funny Books on Firewater.
3: Next week, we are going to be doing Gwen Poole, or the unbelievable Gwen Poole, Volume 1, which is called Believe It, uh, which is about a, <laughs> uh, a woman slash girl, what, teenager, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. who happens to be a huge comic book fan and finds herself in the comic book universe, and so therefore she has no fear of anyone and just does whatever the fuck she wants. Um, which, and hilarity and uh, wackiness ensue. So my favorite line in this whole thing is,
1: as we're going through and I enjoyed this one, is big boots, no pants.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: No, I'm not the one, like... I, no, and we'll talk about it again, but with,
2: like, the... Because the lady who makes all her clothes reminds me of, uh... was the one from Incredibles? Uh, Edna uh, Mode. Edna, and, uh, yep. And she's talking 100%. to her boss and she's like... He's like this blah, blah blah. He's like, can you make a suit for a man who can see with his ears? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, every time she's on screen, I just imagine her talking like Aunt Edna from
3: Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that's next week. We won't get into that now. But Ooh. so join us next week for Gwenpool. It's
4: be who has minutes.
3: Well, yes, but <laughs> for us, but for the rest of the world, it'll be next week. So you know, there it goes. We know the Recommendations. Does anybody have any recommendations they want to jump in on? Actually, I'll jump in on my recommendation first because I promised I would. Oh, fine, uh, just I ask us in. and then take over. Jeez, you it's know, so me, clown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> So, on. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy. yeah no so i have been doing this weird thing i've been trying to run for at least an hour every day we're still kind of in the uh time of the year where people are still trying to follow through with their new year's resolutions and so far i've been trying to run about an hour every day at least bare minimum one mile full hour and I'm okay been i just two... need to
1: interject here yes the last time i actually ran a mile was high school and that was 20 fucking years ago
3: yeah so well, you're hats off dude well thank you <laughs> but uh, I've been distracting myself from the pain in my legs by watching The New Girl I know it's uh, an old TV show but it, I've been doing what I've been calling The New Girl runs. so I will go and run about uh, three uh, three episodes worth of The New Girl and uh, have been enjoying that so uh, if you want to join me in such a thing also I'm looking for recommendations on the next series to watch after I'm done with The New Girl because uh, I've watched The Office and How I Met Your Mother one too many times so I'm looking for a different new series to watch watch, watch,
0: watch both seasons of The Good Place that are on Netflix Agreed. Oh, well, that's
3: a good call. Okay. And then season cool.
0: three, when as soon as it hits,
2: because that show is the best show on TV. Okay. Agreed. So, do you want something cool. that you need to pay attention to, or something you have in the background that's you know you don't have to pay attention to? Uh,
3: like a good sitcoms seem to be good. So it's like something that I can follow the story and laugh at, but not something that I have to pay so much attention to that I can't follow the story while I'm while being distracted by running. You know what? Okay, I mean? then I, I won't recommend my recommendation recommendation to you. So that '70s Schwab fits in quite nicely. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good one too. I was also thinking about trying to maybe go back and watch um, Golden Girls. It Should be on Hulu, <laughs> I believe. Yeah,
0: mm.
3: I've just never watched it as an adult, and I know that it's probably oh, it's It's yeah. like so. I, my, when I was a kid, I watched it on its first run
2: airs. First air yeah, run. Yeah, so did I.
4: And like you know, I went you back
2: old. and I went back and watched Hockey. it as an adult. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, this show is so fucking dirty. So I remember I called my mom, like, you used to let me watch Golden Girls. That is the dirtiest show on TV. She's like, well, you thought it was the funny grandma show. You didn't get the jokes. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a lot of fun to watch. And actually, it was very interesting. The, um, the very first episode, the pilot, they actually had a manservant, like a butler, who was gay. And it was mm-hmm. very out and about yeah. that he was gay. And actually, that that show was incredibly forward-thinking for his time. I mean, they dealt with everything from, like, rape to uh, Rose being infected to HIV-infected blood. Didn't know if she was going like, to come down with AIDS. Uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, just the sexuality in older women is something that's still not really addressed nowadays. And we have these women who are very proud of their sexuality and, you know, going out and having sex and doing things we didn't think old people did. Uh, so we go, I think if you go back and watch it as an adult, it's like eye-opening to realize just how progressive that show really was. Um, they dealt with gay marriage. They dealt with how to co- deal with, like, your uh, family member coming out. And there's a lot of really, really good uh, topics of conversation that weren't being addressed
1: back then that they would, they weren't afraid to address. You know, three miles from my house is a Catholic school called St. Olaf's. And oh that, no! Yes, I need to go take a picture of this place. So there's a St. Olaf's spirit. So it, without fail, every time I drive by this place, I'm like, "Well, back in St. Olaf's, thank you." So. Can I ask a stupid question? Better than anyone that I know, Rose.
2: <laughs> Dorothy's my patronus. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: Mr. Patronus, uh, do you have any recommendations?
2: Uh, yeah, so the, the one I was going to recommend for, for Brian that I decided not to was The Magicians, season three just dropped on uh, Netflix. <laughs> I, I love the book series, and, and, the, and the TV series is great because they have the basic plotline of the book series, but they're doing their own take on it, so you never really know where the story is going to go, what's going to happen. So even those who love the books, it's still a really enjoyable experience because you're still trying to figure out what they're going to do next because they had a, a whole episode where they put together a musical act in every single episode and, like, uh, they did Under Pressure with, like, these mm. zombie people dancing around. It was, it was cool. Uh, but, no, the uh, our recommendation is actually something I just started today, about halfway through the first trade. Um, came out in 2015 on Image Comics. It's called Monstrouses or Monstrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you like that book? I just started, and I'm loving it so far. Oh, really? Oh, okay.
0: that's, um... Oh, what's-her-name is
2: the writer? It's... Marjorie, Lou. Marjorie Lou? Marjorie Lou, yeah. Oh, I like,
0: was like, I knew she wrote, wrote X-23 for a while.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, the, um... She was the first woman ever to win an Eisner Award for uh, for being a comic book writer uh, back oh, in nice. last yeah. year. Yeah, Mar- Marjorie Lou is great. But uh, yeah, it takes place in like a matriarchal society in Asia back in the early 20th century. It's kind of steampunkish, And basically, you've got this war going on between the Arcanics, who are these mythical creatures who can look like they're human, and then you've got the Kumea, who are women who are all sorceresses who consume the Arcana to power their power their powers and uh the main character oh what is her name again here it's uh micah half wolf and she's missing part of her arm and she's an arcana but she's trying to get into kind of avenge the death of her mother and she's i just got the part where she's got this weird like cthulhu like old one god that's attached to her soul and comes out of her arm and does shit. and i don't know i just i just started it and i'm loving it so far there's only like 21 issues because they go on long hiatuses it looks like uh but the mm-hmm. new ones the next three should be coming out in the next couple months so uh, I'll get back to you in a couple weeks. Later, if I like it, but so far, I just it's it's really enjoyable. So okay, and so Maybe far it's available. In, it. Yeah, it's available in three trades, or you can get one like on the bus of all eighteen uh, episodes.
1: Cool, uh, Mr. Todd. Uh, another Kelly Sue iconic book I really enjoyed was Pretty Deadly, and that book is also great. It is great. And that's Amarillo, It says the art. So I really enjoyed Pretty Deadly. It's a western fantasy revengeous type book. So, it's a whole lot of fun, and I recommend that one much
3: more than I do this one. <laughs> uh, Mr.
4: Jason. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's run on Aquaman that just started. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, no, I don't think we did. We just mentioned Okay, it, but...
4: yeah, I, I just read the first issue, and I really like it so far. Um, and I also liked her interview on uh, Polygon.com, um, where she talks about, Sort of the mythology behind Arthur's connection to the ocean and our own connection to the ocean and it was just it was very interesting so I'm curious to see where it goes.
0: And I, and I like that she uh. imagines Let, like a Led Zeppelin soundtrack to her uh, Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> off the man run. Cool.
3: And uh, Mr. Mine. Uh so
0: yeah, mine I'm also going to do a first issue this came out I think in uh, mid December. Um but DC just started a new 12-issue maxi series uh about the Freedom Fighters. Um Freedom Fighters are a superhero team on Earth-X, which is an Earth where the Nazis had won the war. Um, If you saw the DC TV crossover last year, uh, that's what that was based off of, was Earth-X. And uh, it's written by Robert Venditti, and uh, Eddie Barrows does the pencils, and it is the first issue is really good. It starts off in, like, the 60s, and uh, this thing happens where we'll just say all hope is lost that the Nazis can lose, and then it picks back up present day with a whole new group of uh, heroes that um, Hmm. are taking over a new group of the Freedom Fighters. and I I really like the first
3: issue a lot. Cool. I haven't heard about that at all. That's awesome. Uh, Anybody else? Thank you, Bruce. Oh,
0: Bruce, what do you recommend?
4: Uh, He recommends uh, dry cat food. Okay. (laughs) Dry cheap cat food.
1: (laughs) A York... Yorkie dog, and his favorite thing to eat in the whole world was a deli cat. So Rocky was one interesting piece of shit. So I love that dog.
3: So I guess that'll do it for this week. Uh, so join us next week for Gwen Pool. Um, anybody else have anything? I think we're, I think we're good. good. Well, thanks for all the fishes and so long, and uh, we'll see you later.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This band of Knuckleheads will be back next week with a new episode. Until then, you can
1: find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr as FunnyBooksandFirewater. And And on Twitter as at FirewaterCast. Go to
2: FunnyBooksandFirewater.com for the most up-to-date information. As well
0: as cocktail recipes from this and past episodes. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, support your local comic shop to get your bartender well and stay hydrated.